or to ask it a slightly different way, um, can can anyone shut the fuck up? Can can anyone any 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 one any single one can any one shut the fuck up about anything about any any single thing can any single person shut the fuck up about any single thing for an hour you know is that is that possible and I know you're thinking you're not shutting the fuck up right now and that's true if you wake up in a house that's full of smoke don't panic call me and I'll tell you a joke if you see white men dressed in white cloaks don't panic call me and I'll tell you a joke and welcome 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 to the podcast that does I think what it says in the tin it's a very I think introspective best film ever my name's Ian (laughs) I'm Ethan and I'm Georgia and we just got done watching uh, Bo Burnham Inside. I got it right this time. Um, I think once you've seen it, you, re- you really won't make that mistake again. I was calling it Believe over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, not really. Uh, yeah, it's quite clear now. But it's, um, If I'm being honest, uh, Ethan, you've watched it a couple times before. Yeah. Um, but uh, Georgia, was it your first watch? First watch, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're watching communally here. And uh, I'm going to be honest, it went off and it stayed quiet for a while. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was that's it, how it was when i watched it by myself a while ago there's a heaviness sometimes mm. with uh bo burnham's stuff um maybe we talk about that a little bit to start off that's a good place to do it. so yeah. what we, we're gonna do here what we're gonna do here i'll start off with this is this a theater skip it and so what we'll do is uh we do a spoiler free review followed by a spoiler filled review so that gives you a chance to sort of go ahead and check it out and if you go and i don't know if i want to watch this or not hopefully the the the, the, the first part the spoiler free version mm-hmm. will will give you an indication about what we think and we'll say whether we think you should see it or we think you should skip it ergo the branding <laughs> uh <laughs> what am i one of my better ones, how do you think? Um, but I don't know. It's no best then, film ever. Well, you know. And then after the after the, the break, we'll we'll sort of break it down. So if you have seen it, it's a great chance for you to go ahead and hear us kind of go through it in some considerable detail. I, I will say that Bo Burnham Inside is available as most of his stuff is, I think, on mm-hmm. uh, Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. if you, if you're a Netflix subscriber in this day and age, really, who isn't? Uh, go ahead and catch that out check that out uh so i think with that as an entry point uh people's at least in the panel here people's past history with bo burnham um anybody who wants to take the floor go ahead yeah i'll go for it um so i was introduced to bo burnham probably seven or eight years ago now i should imagine um with some of his early stuff with um he did what and he did um a couple of other sketch shows and just his videos on youtube and that sort of thing um, and then I kind of passed that knowledge to to Ian one morning, sat around a coffee table. <laughs> Did it, yeah, yeah, a recommendation about yeah. uh, this this guy, this Bo Burnham, and I think the track was probably because uh, I mean he had a couple of things that were kind of radio, not radio friendly, but internet friendly. Yeah, yeah. It went viral. That's what I'm looking for. Old guy looking for a right word. <laughs> <laughs> Going viral. Yeah, we were part of part of a group discussion, and he came yeah. up and. Um, yeah, uh, it was, oh, what is it? I think it was repeat stuff. Repeat stuff, and, uh, that's it. Ironic was one as well. Repeat though, stuff. I remember repeat stuff. Yeah. And I thought, clever, clever. And I looked at some of his older stuff, and I'm like, I, I like musical parody stuff. 
you know, my younger years, I didn't mind a little Weird Al, though a little bit too cheesy. And Bo Burnham's the right side of edgy for that. But he's a clever human being. Uh, Ethan, you're a clever human being. What, what do you think about oh, Bo Burnham? Thank you. Um, it, it was very similar to the Georgia. There was this point where YouTube did like this comedy special thing online at some point. Yeah, I remember that. And he was one of the one of the uh, main headliners. He did a couple comedy songs. One one was called like the Internet or something, which I think is appropriate for for this special. Um, and I just started watching his stuff, and I think it was around the same time that um, Georgia and a couple of our other friends at the time were really getting yeah, into him. He he probably popped off, and then um. I watched, he had a TV show on MTV called uh, Zach Stone's Gonna Be Famous, and it's very, it's very, very clever watching it now. It was a bit ahead of its time in the sense of, like, uh, the concept of, like, virality on the internet and just um, sort of staying power and presence and all that kind of stuff. And then I watched his film he directed two years ago called uh, Eighth Grade, and that is, that is fantastic. So I've sort of seen him progress through, through all the kind of different uh jobs he's done yeah um uh he was also in oh the big sick yeah um, he was in there he's very and good he, in that yeah he directed one of chris rock's uh comedy shows as well i think like uh all the camera work for that okay um and of course uh there was what he's at th- three netflix specials now there was what there's make happy yeah, yeah. And, this, and, this and and make happy um was i think the first time that I kind of saw the depth of uh, Bo Burnham, mm-hmm. and but also that 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 lingering huh in your head where you're going, how much of what I'm watching is real? Because Bo Burnham is a master of manipulating the audience. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. And so there becomes a point where you were sitting on the, especially at the beginning, which seems I'm not going to ruin the beginning. If you want to go, go see Make Happy, because uh, it's great too. Yeah, it is. Um, I like what, but what just seems to be here's some comedy. Yeah, that was much more yeah. of a make, comedy show. Make than Happy is co- it's a, it's a bigger message hidden within a comedy show. Yeah, it's, and he pulls it's the punch. Um, after I watched this the first time, uh, I went back and watched what, and there's a lot of like subtlety that you wouldn't get if you didn't then see this. Okay. Um, yeah. So what I was trying to say is that in, in, in Make Happy, there's this, um, it's when I first got introduced to the ridiculousness of the Bo Burnham metaphor, but it turns out to be the perfect metaphor for existence. Yeah. Uh, and I started realizing, but to be at a Bo Burnham performance is to realize everything he does has been considered and manipulated. Every lighting cue, he was using tech ahead of any stand-up comedian, like manipulating and using those things for effect. Um, and he closes with this circular logic of, I need as a performer to have your approval and that's why I hate you because I'm dependent on you. Yep. But I still doesn't stop me from loving you and that vicious cycle of what he needs. And so a performer like that, what's probably the worst thing you could do? Take away the audience and welcome to Bo Burnham inside. Yep. And yeah. the first shot of it is his is the end shot from the last last special. Oh, is it? Yeah. The, so it the door opening? On, carries on the, the circular narrative, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so what we'll try and do is we'll try and in the opening bit be as spoiler free as possible and maybe talk more thematically about what he's doing. We're not going to bring up specific jokes, if that's even the right word. 
which is incredible that this makes you think that because it's billed as a comedy special it's billed as stand-up comedy and i don't think it is i think it's a special by a stand-up comedian yeah but i don't Mm. think it's a comedy special Um, no i agree with you (laughs) i don't know ethan what you i I, this is performance art it's all this is i can't go anywhere beyond this i think the best way like to describe this without any spoilery stuff it is it is I said this before with Borat too, but it's the perfect time capsule of what the last 18 months have been. 2020 to mid-2021. It is an amazing uh, sort of explosion of creativity and also extreme mental bouts as well that can come from the effect of this last year or so through like several people's different eyes. Now, I think it's important to note, Georgia, go ahead. You know the um, what's it called the the archive that like important films go into for like the National they, Registry. National Registry. Yeah. This is the sort of thing. Library of Congress. Yeah. For this last eighteen months, <sighs> like, there isn't a better example of art made uh, okay, in so, that time. So let's break down what Bo Burnham presents this as. Mm-hmm. Bo Burnham presents this as basically him locked in a very confined space for uh, a long period of time. Longer than he was originally intending, mm-hmm. uh, as he creates a special. Yeah. But that's how he refers to it as a special, yeah, yeah. not as a comp, mm-hmm. just a special. Whether that's an industry term, don't know. Probably is. I believe. I believe it is. Yeah. So, and we get what feels like the beginning point, the midpoint, and the end point as he establishes them in. Well, everything's a confessional, but you know what I mean. Um. And so the first blush is to go, this is completely unedited, Bo Burnham. Not unedited, but like unfiltered. Unfiltered, yeah, yeah. And then you look and it's got producers and it's got associate producers. And it's and so the question then becomes authenticity. Mm-hmm. Anything that gets edited and anybody who knows they're being documented changes their behavior. Yeah. Okay. And he's a performer at heart. I am not suggesting any of this is fake. I am suggesting there are moments that could be not as authentic as I feel they're presented as. Yeah, probably. But I mean, it is it's it isn't it doesn't claim to be a documentary. He claim, he, he does claim it to be his. There are some moments where clearly he's he's saying these are my most innermost moments. Oh yeah, Ed, but it, mm. it I, but equally I think because I mean it's Bo Burnham like and you can't take anything as face value and it is I think it it doesn't claim to be a factual documentary of his life which it, it isn't but it comes across as it comes across us that's part of that is even it goes even deeper into what making it something like that is and how being in like the public limelight and then being shut away and then being filmed and that it's just all it's just so like multifaceted that you can't take it as surface level i don't think exactly and so there's two words i would use to describe bo burnham and i wonder if anyone has any issues with either of these the first one is self-critical mm-hmm yeah, yeah, he comments on that a couple of times. The second one is self-indulgent. Yeah, that's the, both of those. I don't know any artist who yeah. walks this tightrope as well as Bo Burnham does. And uh, someone who's painfully aware of the performance of the angle. Because I've seen it. I've seen it in his previous stuff. No camera angles by mistake. No. No footage that's left in is by mistake. And we'll see examples of him clearly acting like it's something's accidental when it's not. Yeah. And playing it for laughter. And so the question becomes with Bo Burnham, the dangerous part is you don't know where the performance ends. And I think that's, from what I can tell, I think that's why he had a five-year break because he didn't know where the performance yeah. ended Absolutely. either. 
there's I liked Bo Burnham when I first saw Make Happy because I saw the end of it and went. I've never felt more like someone on stage is representing what goes on inside my head at times like mm-hmm. Bo Burnham does. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm going to ask the question if maybe at points it tips too far in this one. Is, I think okay, I may ask it right now. Is he commercializing poor mental health in this special? I, I don't think so. I think he is. I think there's, it's somehow, uh, it's like a meta-narrative inside of its own narrative, if that makes There is a story outside of the story he's telling, which is, this is what has happened, and this is how bad being locked away and all my anxieties has created. And then also, at the same time, like, that's sprinkled underneath, but the other story is, here is the last year. Like, I mean, I, I teach media studies. Right. Yeah. Mm. And the minute you so key part is anything that's edited. The minute you edit anything in, it's like what are you keeping out of this, and what are you choosing to put into this? And those two things, and this appears to be authentic, but just like any, let's call it a documentary piece, just for just for yeah. my argument for a moment. Like any a documentary piece, everything you include in the order in which you present them to the audience is going to have an impact on the overall narrative mm-hmm. and the message to the audience. So. There's a couple of things which maybe we'll talk about after the break, but I sit here and go, why was that one at that angle? Because that angle wasn't the right angle to shoot that for if that was supposed to be the polished version. It's not supposed to be the polished version, though. I know. So why was he setting the camera up there to begin with? I think he's got like some production stuff. At, like uh, he's got several cam- one for like behind the scenes type stuff, so he knows where he's at. I'm not sure. I saw a ton of that. I don't know. We didn't see a lot of sky shots, spy shots. You know, uh, CCTV type sort of angles. We tended to see singular images. Mm-hmm. So that's just. I'm not really. What, what's no. the What's the question that you're asking here? I'm a bit a bit confused. I'm 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 asking some sort of question. Um, let me play this the the, the the skeptic for a moment. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm, I'm questioning the authenticity of certain moments in this, and I can't that reveal could... fully what that is till after the break. I know. I don't think they're auth- the ones that we see are authentic, but I think they're. Oh, see, because I'm challenging one specific one. I don't think it is. I think I know which one you're talking about, and that's one. Actually, there's I've two. There's two. I know. My take on it is that those that are filmed aren't authentic, but they are examples of what his creative process is. I agree. Yeah. I think there are moments we have that are recreations of real things oh, yeah. that occurred. That's what I was going to say. But he presents them as though we're visiting them in real time. And is that in itself? Now, should truth matter? I don't know, but he presents it like it should. The minute you say this is my very real emotional process, because I think there's three big ones. I believe one of them is 100%, but it's framed perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the one i believe is the one that's framed <laughs> yeah. uh actually the second one is framed perfectly and i don't believe it but a third one that i definitely don't believe is framed in the worst possible way to make it feel like it's like this off the wall thing See, I, I because i don't i didn't watch it as if it was telling me the truth as if it was a to use kids youtube language a daily vlog it wasn't that it was a produced edited piece but it was showing me his creative process throughout the year and because the cameras wouldn't usually be on when you were doing takes when you were doing practicing stuff but to make sure that we're the audience is aware of everything that he has been through and therefore we're able to resonate with that process 
he's had to recreate it and film it again. And I right. don't feel like that's deceptive in any way at all. Oh, but I think he's presenting it as though everything we're seeing, not not not, not the musical numbers. The musical numbers have clearly, because he, he, he foregrounds that. He foregrounds when things have been uber constructed. Yeah. There are certain moments that are supposed to kind of come across as fly on the wall moments and I don't think they're all legit. Oh no, I don't think any of them are legit. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. But. I oh, th- if it is, there's one then that really, hoo Okay, so I think what we're saying here, because we're getting a little bit depth and deep for people who... <laughs> so, there's mo- so we see his battle. We see yeah. Bo Burnham's battle over a year of being locked in this space trying to create art uh, when he's got issues of um, hyper-anxiety, yeah. agoraphobia, mm-hmm. and is struggling to consider his place as an entertainer in a world that might not need entertainment. Yeah. Is that the right thing at this time? And these are questions he's wrestling with. His very identity. So then what do you do? What do you do if we don't? And what does he do if, if the world doesn't need entertainment anymore? Yeah. And he struggles with that. And yet peppered within this, we get a series of musical numbers. As usual with Bo Burnham, some are delightfully um, sarcastic yeah. and 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 um, satirical and biting and funny and designed to be uh, viral. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we can talk about some of our specific favorites of that after the break. But then there's other moments where clearly he brings you in, and you're supposed to rather than feel that rather than Bo Burnham is the spokesman for our our time, mm. it becomes Bo Burnham now is no longer the performer. Bo Burnham is the human being, and we are spying in on the story shifts from him as look at the world to the world looking at him mm-hmm. and how he's dealing with mm-hmm. this. And so you know. And, and the irony is you have a comedian who can't hear the laughs. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know, at different times, these different, these different things. Um, does this hold up in the great pantheon of Bo Burnham stuff? I've been talking for a long time. I'm, Ethan, you haven't said anything for a while. I'm, 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 I'm going to throw to you. Just, it's really hard to not go in deep on this yeah, one. Yeah, it is. Uh, Ethan. Yeah. I, I really think it holds up. And I will say... I rewatched all of his back catalog after I saw this the first time. Now, in my defense, I'm going to say I've seen this at least 10 times because I, it's just like it's my mental health thing right now. Like I'm really hitting, especially at the end. It's really something that I'm either showing people or I just want to keep experiencing because it's it's an amazing encapsulation of this last year for me. Is this, if I may? Yeah. Is that a good call? Because this no. is a hell. Okay, because this is let's just yeah. This is wow. I wasn't trying to yeah. go down this road. This is a hell of a journey. Mm-hmm. And yeah. actually, putting yourself in his shoes and what we've been through over the past eighteen months as people, I, I I'll get my verdict at the end. But 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 I'm not really dying to go on a on, on like just hit start and watch it till it hits end and, and watch. I'm I'm not ready to do that anytime soon. I've seen this several times, and there are like three points that still, no matter how many times I've seen it, still hit me. Okay, and you'd think I'd learn, and I think it's some it's some kind of thing of like, yeah, I'm just it's an experience that I'm really enjoying because it's like it's almost like a symbiotic kind of communal yeah, it, it thing is. of this. I'm not the only person, and uh, there was an interview he did do like five years, like not five, two years ago when he was promoting his film. And he was saying, yeah, I kind of realized I can't keep going down this one road because I've had fans come up to me and say, 
I'm using your stuff as a coping mechanism for my mental health, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then I think That's at this not- point, yeah, at this point, he's like, okay, try and be a bit more serious about it. But at the same time, like explain his own i mean that's not fair to this guy i mean he's having a hard enough time in moments like make happy all i wanted to do was find the guy and give him a hug mm-hmm. now make mm-hmm. the hot ha- make happy as soon as it finished i pushed play and wanted to watch the opening again because i realized how there was a link there i got to the end of this and was like i'm actually taking a step away from from the remote and the tv and kind of going uh thanks for that there's an intermission in this and the first time i ever watched this i had to press pause where the intermission was and just take a bit of a, a little stretch in a breath because yeah. it because to be fair the ending of act i'm gonna say act one act one it's very abrupt and very yep jarring for the tone that it is see my <sighs> my kind of viewing on this because obviously ian's just saying he wouldn't go back and watch it and ethan said he's watched it several times I quite happily could have sat and watched that again straight after. There is a second watch I want to do on this, but it's still in that analytical brain where there's so many things, especially early in the performance. Yeah, with all the whiteboards. Where it's an assault on the senses and there's jokes in the whiteboard that are like nine levels deep. And unless you push pause, you're not going to get that. Now, I didn't want, I wanted to experience this in in the way that Netflix tells me it's intended to be watched. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't hit pause on the intermission. I didn't hit pause on the, on the whiteboards, even though I was trying to look occasionally and see what was written on them <laughs> but i was going there's a second watch that can happen or there's stills that i'm sure someone has harvested and put yeah, on yeah. put on the internet but i did pause that it's um there, there are a lot of very good jokes i think yeah. you'd appreciate from a oh. from like a, a pop culture or even like a production side especially in the podcasting stuff kind of yeah i'm sure there are in jokes yeah and so but but the first watch i'm like i want to give this the raw watch yeah, if yeah. you will mm. which is what the cedar skip it is it's supposed to be kind of my raw <laughs> reaction here's where it is and if i sound a bit overwhelmed uh it's because i am mm-hmm. i don't really much mm. I, much i make happy Although Make Happy was the power of the punch at the end, because I didn't see him twisting. He pulled the rug out from underneath my feet. Yeah, yeah. This one wasn't the rug underneath my feet. This one was me sort of, because we are trapped in the room with him. Yeah. yeah. And the we, rug's gone. It's just a hole in your falling. And he's very clever in the mm-hmm. sense that he starts recording this with just a, a, a sort of, a, a, he doesn't have a buzz cut. He's got like a, a, a slightly hair, shaggy, yeah, slightly yeah. shaggy though. So the growth will be really apparent. Yeah. And he's got a slight bit of facial hair. And again, so you don't have to waste the first couple of weeks getting to that stubble place. Yeah. And so he is his visual as he becomes more unkept and all this sort of stuff, which helps with the, I say helps. I don't mean like it's a conscious choice, but I also don't mean that it's not a conscious choice because with Bo Burnham, I got to consider both. Yeah, yeah. And go, if you're going to go down this road of how's your mental health, having a shaggy look really helps with that. Yeah. Oh, I can totally attest to that. Um, <sighs> people who've been listening, I have had long hair for like uh, nearly two years and I cut it recently and it was the exact same Bob Burnham thing of I'm just letting this ride out and mm. I will become the caveman I am. Because I was like, I won't cut this until lockdown ends. Really? And you realize very soon that that affects your mental health yeah. very quickly. <laughs> because you look in the mirror, I think it makes a reference to something like this and you go, you can see it. You can see the effects of lockdown, whatever it is on you. Um, yeah. I mean, I I can't think of anybody. See, it's weird. In Bo, in Make Happy, he goes outside at the end of it, and there's a woman and a child. So I assumed he was married with a kid. Uh, he's 
been in a long-term relationship with uh, someone else, and they just have a dog. She's the woman who, if you've heard of Promising Young Woman, I believe she either wrote or directed that, okay. which she also happens to be in. I mean, the other thing is that he suggests... Now, I... <sighs> He suggests he's stayed in this room the whole time. I don't know the production notes of this. There's a bed there. There's a bed there. He's implying he did not leave. Mm -hmm. If he's in a long-term relationship, I have a hard time believing he did not leave. From what I've gathered, that's like is in where he was working, but I'm I'm taking a lot of creative liberties right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the implicit message is he just locked himself up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, if anything, you can use that as some kind of allegory for he locked himself up there mentally, and that's like a well, it's a it's a big allegory for like his mental health. Yeah, and, the, the small space right. and the big yeah. and the big him is representative of his mind, and he's you know trapped within this creativity that he can't get out and wants to and gets frustrated by. Um, what's the tone of this? It is funny yes. in moments. It's more than moments. It's funny. Ugh, it's really hard. It's, I mean, there's a lot of dark humor in this. Yeah. Topically dark, I feel. Like, uh, cynical humor. Re- yeah, cynical humor. Ridiculously yeah. clever. And mm-hmm. even when it's like happy humor, it's like the mask of happy humor. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Something that I've not seen anyone other than Bo Burnham manage to pull off is this kind of line between proper cynicism and humor like it's i've not seen anyone else manage it it's incredible there's a song in this where like i'm law i'm like having a good time and i'm really like liking the jokes and then he gets to the the final verse and i i just wallow inside of myself and almost feel regretful of like the jokes that i was enjoying because of how it's done um we'll get i'll get into that one in the spoilers one but yeah yeah, it, it's done very thematically well. Uh, I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the fact that for a guy who's locked up in a room doing no crew. No. Mm. Production value is very strong. Oh, they're incredible. Things look amazing. It's, like Bo yeah. Burnham's always been like a guy. You can clearly see that everything he was doing on stage came from his head. He's yeah. just had to yeah. do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's very it, happy oh. for Amazon one day shipping. Which I think is probably where the baseball songs come from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, ba- <laughs> the yeah, absolutely. songs were kind of more like the product of their time because he's got two, and I think one's before Bezos became the richest, and the second uh, is after he becomes the richest man because he's like, "You did it." Yeah, so there's some name drops to stuff yeah. like that. Um, is there anything anyone wants to talk about, like thematically or or you know, in a non-spoiler way, the structure of it that we haven't touched on yet? Bo Burnham is tall. Bo Burnham is tall. I mean, he continues his great. I mean, there's a great thing about Bo Burnham in the sense that he knows exactly what you're thinking things are going to go to, whether yeah. it's the, the 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 rhythm of a song or the wave. In a, and again, he always ju- he gets out of a scene or he gets out of a sketch or he gets out of something a moment before you before you're expecting it, or he hangs on to it a, a moment longer long. than yeah. you'd expect to it to. And he's never one to do the obvious out. No, it is. Because that's the that's it's the one so thing clever. that's the one that's the one expectation of us of ours that he can still usurp yeah. is he can timing yeah yeah and how it's presented to us he even warns us there's not going to be a lot of well I'll, I'll leave it there yeah <laughs> yeah but um, that's one of my favorite jokes early that's, that's something it's yeah. really early 
there are some really good um like segues as well to how he links to not just songs but also scenes and jokes um the bezos one that georgia said has some amazing links especially with like the previous song and then he has a speech and links into another i really like how he links into everything and it it feels like it makes sense bo burnham master of segues <sighs> yeah i guess i have something to aspire to be <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess it's that time. Let's go ahead, because I'm really eager to sort of talk about the specifics of it. Um, so, Georgia, see it or skip it? See it. Uh, Ethan? See it and cry. It's it's an absolute see it. I mean, it's... A, it's I'm trying to figure out if this is a masterpiece or not. I don't think it is. I think Make Happy is his masterpiece, because it's there's something about controlling and manipulating a live crowd, mm-hmm. but as far as this process could be... It's fantastic. Yeah, really very is. early on, I went. This might. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I feel the second half doesn't live up to the to the the balance is really hard to pull off. And I feel the second half we're we're we're, we're circling the drain for, for for large portions of it. It's powerful. It's really powerful. Mm-hmm. But I think what Bo Burnham does is you need the high and the low, and there's not as many highs in the second half. No, and for me, that it was I was kind of going yeah. But this is I where Ethan, this is, back, this is back to my like question that, yeah. with Ethan, is this healthy that this is 10 times watching? Because it's a hell of a, a drain to circle 10 times. See, yeah, it's weird because no, I now just like the songs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's, and there's I'm like, that, catchy. But also there's the, the notion that there is comfort in the fact that it is not just you feeling these things. And actually through processing someone else's version of hell, as it were, and going through it and listening to it several times, there is questions and answers to be found about your own okay. mental health. There's more specific arguments I want to make, but I can't do it without referencing what he said, because I think he's almost... I, there's, represent, uh, there's representations <laughs> of our online selves, and this is one of them. Yeah. This is yeah. one of them. The 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 mentally unwell, crying for help. I'm not saying any of this in a bad way. I'm yeah. just saying that the, the, that's one of those those sort of representations that does exist online, and it's funny that he pulled no punches with the other ones, mm-hmm. and then this is the one that sort of lives out there, and it's, it's an interesting kind of concept that I want to talk about a little bit after the break. So that's three um, enthusiastic in the sense of really think you should watch this, but melancholic in the sense of going, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a soul punch in really in many is. times. So. That's it from. If you haven't seen it yet, stop here. Go watch it. Go yeah. watch it, and then come listen to the second half of this. And we'll catch you on the flippity flap. Oh, I probably should hit the button when it's. Uh, let's try it again. Flippity flip flap. All right, we are in spoiler country. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler country. Spoilers. I don't know what I was expecting. I knew it was going to be something. It was blowing up. It was all over Twitter. So I knew something. Yeah. But it's about Burnham. Of course. <sighs> powerful, powerful stuff. All right. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can talk about stuff that jumped out at us or, or specific moments, movements, whatever it was that got. George, you want to start? Yeah. So the one that got me was, I, I think it's called shit or feeling like shit. Oh, um, yeah. Shit. Just, just shit. Um, and yeah, it's just called shit. And there's a line in it. He said he's not showered in nine days. And literally i had my first shower in about nine days today so wow to see that represented in mainstream media was powerful because i had a cry about that today okay um and i don't want to get too emotional on a podcast that's about <laughs> a uh, seeing or skipping a uh, comedy special but 
yeah, I think that's why this whole thing has resonated with me. So I feel content after watching it rather than I think you feel a bit overwhelmed and saddened by it. I feel quite content and going, not just me, I get it. Okay. I, and I, I understand that it's a fictional work, but it's still nice to see. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying it is it's, it's hard. Uh, Ethan, I promise I'll let you have your side in a second in a moment, yeah. I, but I think you'll get this reference. You've seen Big Mouth, right? Yes, I have. Okay. Is this is this special not in danger of being the depression kitty? I think anything that deals with mental health always will. There are many things that have happened over the last however many years that have, that have done that. Um, and people will always take a negative look at it in some way, an unhealthy look in some way, and make that their personality. It's the big danger that's, of Twitter. See, that's the thing. Th- thank you. I, c- I couldn't. Ass- I was looking for a way to say it. Yeah. You've said it. The people who yeah. make poor mental health their, their thing. thing. Yeah, and it's the, the only thing that defines them. And I wonder if in this one, Bo Burnham's done this. That's my I concern. Think, I think if I you've think not accidentally. seen... Yeah, I, don't, I think if you've not seen <laughs> any of the rest of his stuff, then only seeing this you'd be you'd, like, you'd might get that if yeah. you go from what to make happy to this i mean it's a it's a sad story it doesn't yes. make it it doesn't make it an, an honest story no but again it's just my, my, my fear is that because we live in a time of fandoms extreme fandoms yeah my danger yeah. is that this becomes someone's fandom this becomes their niche this becomes their and not someone but like a community of yeah, someone's yeah. this becomes their thing and that's the part which is concerning now no point it's hard we, we didn't see it or skip it part so within the spoiler this is the spoiler version yeah there's the bit where he talks about killing himself yeah and he yeah. says i'm not really thinking about killing myself but it's clear this is or at least it's implied that's the jokey version of him yeah you know what From, i mean like it's he really walks a tightrope there yeah. my interpretation of it is like he's almost written like recorded that to himself for later because he's watching it himself and you can see how awfully it's affected him i think that's him his way of like in his sort of meta narrative of it being like i really wanted to kill myself during this process is, he even says this is what kept me from putting a bullet in my skull yeah is this the act break is this that he this says before just, the intermission this, this that yeah it's just Jeez. and he yeah, leaves you with that the, he leaves yeah. you with that and then comes on and literally cleans he, the cause, window because he, he cleans the lens Jeez, but, mm-hmm. but but he has this thing where he goes ahead and he says don't kill yourself and it comes across as so inauthentic like, don't I've had some friends who did it. It was really bad for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like this. And I think it's, it's, I think that part is the parody of people who, people who, there's several levels, layers deep here. I think yeah. the main layer is the, what I think was supposed to be the authentic Bo Burnham who's going, I thought about killing myself. Yeah. Then yeah. I think you've got Bo Burnham playing the, the, the ass hat friend support system who's going, don't kill yourself, man. I mean, just, just, just don't. Just, don't, you know, it'd be really inconvenient yeah, for yeah. me. Just don't. I've had friends who did it. It sucks and makes them about them and yeah. not. So, but by making that clear, like this is the one There's who he's making fun of, of is that. that is going. Which one is? Is he saying we need to be a third option who we're not seeing in this, no, or is that the first option's the legit hit? Oh, it's the third option. I think is is the overlay that you get of him reacting to that him because it's on a t shirt, isn't it? On a projection, yeah. You see him re reacting to himself talking about that and i think that's that's real bo burnham that one there 
the one that I is think- just kind of processing what he said almost probably to get himself through that this requires a lot of inference yeah mm. does this require too much inference for netflix is broad yeah the yeah. dude's trending i mean it's huge yeah <sighs> i think people get different things from this it's like what well, george i think you could also perceive it as he did that joke and then he's it that's him watching it back and going i i hate this i hate what i've done shouldn't have but made he, that joke but he includes yeah. it in the cut but, but it's I over think, the top I think of that's him the, yeah remember get the remember, layer over remember, the top. remember edited by bo burnham right directed by bo burnham yeah yeah, yeah. i and think it's the the concept of regret and did, all that kind of stuff did this require some sort of message at intermission or at the end about if you're struggling oh there is um, it's just because Netflix sucks and will uh, stop halfway through the credits to promote oh, uh, eighth grade. They, I oh, that's not. Through, that's yeah. really not good. <laughs> I I watched it through the entire thing because uh, I really liked the credits music and I wanted to see if it continued. And at the end, it has like uh, Talori, which is like uh, his partner, and then it's like if you are struggling with mental health or have ba- or have feelings of suicide, please contact this number. Blah blah, like all that kind of stuff. Um, I think, but they have that warning where it's like contains uh, suicidal references, but that's such Netflix a needs such to a sort weak, that, yeah, that out and let that play through. Thing. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Because that that's not Bo it, Burnham's fault at that point either. That's no, 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 Netflix it's not. Off. It's not. Although I'm, sh- I'm sure he's a big. This. I'm sure he's a big enough star. But is he? I don't know. I, I may have to go back and look at Bo Burnham's stuff. But can Bo Burnham not tweet and say, "Hey, Netflix"? Has he seen it on Netflix? Oh, it's his pro. I'm sorry. You're it's your, your your name on the ticket. You're responsible. For, he should know. He should or or yeah. one of his people should know. Someone close to him should yeah, have watched yeah. it. And there isn't a thing where he goes, if it's important enough to put the warning on, it's important enough to make sure that it the gets seen. seen. Yeah, yeah. With, with you know, a, this isn't just ground. This isn't a neutral time. We're still coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people who are feeling. Now, it's not what it was six months ago. No. But there's people who are feeling pretty bleeming low. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need We need that warning up. Or else, heaven forbid the message gets mugged. Yeah, I think that with with this whole thing, I think I honestly believe it is made with the right intention of probably the way that I have viewed this. Like the the my reading of this, I think is probably what he wanted of it. Whereas there is of other readings that can come from yeah. watching this that would that are potentially dangerous. Um, yes, and there's definitely a concern there and i think this should probably be behind higher age restricted walls and those sorts of things because the last thing you want is a 14 year old impressionable child it's a 15 rating but the internet's impossible to regulate yeah netflix's ratings are just suggestions legally they're just suggestions because how do you stop someone from pushing a parental okay great a parental lock code yeah yeah okay and that's that's difficult i think as opposed to a movie theater where you actually have to get by a human being to get in which he is is having some screenings on my birthday. Oh, is um, it really? It's, it's screening <laughs> it's, it's a, in cinema. It's, it's a it's a it's a that's a rough way to spend a birthday. Although it's my, my mental my, health cope, and I, this is how I choose. Although, to do like it. I said, that my reading of this is a, is a coming out of it feeling quite content. Okay, so but but, but, but I, I also think a repeated viewing. I think you have a law of diminishing returns where you'll probably become more like Ethan and enjoy it for the music and yeah yeah. It's a bit of both. I see it from this different because I still get hit at certain points. Um, my my overall my own narrative of this is like I will be 
I love that the lows get so low in the second act because the final song that plays is "It'll be, it'll stop any day now." Like, and it, it's that it was the little, the little bit of happiness at the end. Where I'm like, dude, yeah, we're gonna get through this, dude. He goes back and bangs because he wants to go back inside. That going outside was a mistake. Oh, I know, but I like, but it's also and the, the performance is and the performance watching. isn't over. He thought it was over, and yeah. it's not because he goes on stage outside. You think it's a legit outside, and it's a stage of a spotlight, and people, you know, that canned applause. Yeah. Used, oh no, I mean, it's well. in like it gets. I love that it gets so it gets so low there, and he's then watching, and he has like the tiniest glint of a smile, and then the music after. It's like the smallest bit of. This has sucked. This yeah. has been an awful experience. And even after all of that, he's still got a little bit of hope. And like in the song, it's going to stop soon. Yeah, um, there is a lovely... It ends... I yeah. think it ends really nicely on that. It's it's incredibly powerful when he... The bit with the door and the stage and getting back yeah. inside. But then him watching that back, which obviously like through the editing process and that sort of thing which is what this appears to be him then kind of smiling and go yeah we 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 did it yeah is is really really nice way to end it uh ethan maybe something that uh, georgia had her bit we took qu- quite a diversion there <laughs> yeah. uh, do you want to maybe talk about something about that that, that that impacted for you or or you found especially funny but, but like a, a high point that doesn't mean emotionally necessarily yeah, but yeah. quality wise i i'm gonna say three because it's really tough to in- differentiate between them i love the camera work that he does in welcome to the internet i there are some amazing cuts especially when he's like obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids and every single syllable is a cut that is so well shot i think it's so so impressive um but my favorite is the one that i still play in on spotify which is all eyes on me because the second that he tells like his story and that he was planning everything to come back to normal and that it just went to shit and it's that line of you say the ocean's rising like a give a shit the whole world's ending but you say it already did i i love it gives me goosebumps saying it now i really like that because that's an overall feeling that i think a lot of people had with that and also i'm just gonna say comrade soccer was my favorite part of the special (laughs) all right um is this the the sock puppet Oh, Socko. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you said soccer. Um, <laughs> Socko, actually, I forgot about. Socko is this wonderfully light children's. I thought he owed Mick Foley a fiver for stealing the Mr. Socko. No, it, it felt very. Um, what's his face? Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt but with yeah. Mr. Socko is is, oh, is, is, a, is a Mick uh, Foley okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a sock pocket called Papa called Mr. Socko. Um, <laughs> but the idea that you can. Um, we see him it's it's amazing you this ridiculous puppet mr Sacco, in moments he's bullied this this bully he's he's i'm looking for a stronger word than bullied but he's intimidated used his power to to diminish the sock and i actually felt terrible for the sock it's incredible it's yeah. it's this mm. it's, all, it's it's the ridiculous metaphor i was talking about I earlier say, it's a giant yeah. metaphor for yeah. like the disenfranchised for whatever reason yeah, yeah. and it's 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 incredible the concept of social justice and the saying well there are some awful things going on these need to be saved well how can i help it this isn't about you okay it's not about me then i'm not going to help you and you're going to go back to living how you're it's oh it's a fantastic metaphor i'm going to go for mine and say his overriding theme of uh attacking social media 
and the need of social media. It's kind of the clip we played off the start to a degree, but as, but you know, a little bit of everything all the time or something like that. Yeah. You know, boredom, yeah. bo- boredom's the enemy. Da 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 da. da. Yeah. We we have a we have a generate. He said it wasn't that long ago, but he's he's not wrong. Okay. Where being bored was a possibility, where you didn't have endless limitless on-demand content of which we are generating some of right this very moment (laughs) and the irony is not lost on me um i don't i mean part of me goes thank god we had it for a pandemic because oh wow but the other part of me goes oh my god we had a pandemic where all people did was live on social media and oh wow yeah absolutely that can be ridiculously dangerous as well i mean yeah, the Welcome to the Internet song, which he's like, oh, yeah, it's so nice and happy. And then it's like, you know, watch a kid die. A, oh, yeah. th- this, this. Yep. Why don't women like you? Build a bomb. Like, it, yep. oh, it, it shows all it's, the different sides and it was, nastiness of it. That was Amazing. my favorite because it felt like it was like Bo Burnham's take on the crazy Willy Wonka song. Yeah. Where, yeah. They're, where, yeah. Where, where, where they're in the tunnel. No one knows and it just where go- we're going. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it starts and it just builds and builds and you're like, whoa, what what happened here? So I I I feel we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about some of the comedic high points, because there are some. We're, we're getting yeah, really definitely. bogged down. Yeah. So I really liked um I think white women on Instagram or white, white women's Instagram. Women. Oh, yeah, white women's Instagram is great. <laughs> so good. Definitely I I could see some of the people I know in my life in, in those representations. As a white this woman is... who has an Instagram, my, I mean mine isn't that, but I definitely follow people whose it is. But I will say this, the quality of the images he was producing. Incredible. Oh, so good. Amazing. Like there's part of me is just going dude like that looks like your, your eyes are popping <laughs> there's one his incredible. eyes look so blue, blue i was yeah. like guy come on but of course it's been color corrected i didn't see that in post yeah, it, it, yeah. but it, it just looks amazing it really does this and, was the song that hit me in the final verse because when when it's like she's talking about her dead mom and i'm like i've been laughing at like how corny and cliche this woman is i'm an arsehole because she still has like a life ahead of her that she's succeeding i really appreciate that sort of second story throughout it okay yeah it was it was a nice it was a it was a twist and punch from bo burnham there which i mean he does in pretty much everything but it's still yeah it still surprises you when it happens (laughs) uh one that got me a little bit in the feels and a nice kind of other one was facetiming with my mom yeah yeah. i've just lost my mom in the last uh year and um i could relate to the whole facetime you know your thumbs on mom didn't have facetime mom did skype but mom would tell me <laughs> it wasn't whatever the tv show that mom was watching in the in the bull burnham special but i would hear about whatever mom was watching and yeah. i you know and i knew it was going to be 40 minutes of just 40 minutes would be a quick call but it would be just <laughs> this list of stuff to keep me on the phone and that was all right because all i wanted to do was talk to me but it was that kind of bit where you phone and you realize this might not content wise if it's about delivering it's funny it's about delivering content and content i like right content wise it was going to be a disaster <laughs> <laughs> but from a relationship standpoint i mean this is these are the real things that you do and sometimes it's not about being entertained it's about a real connection with yeah. real people who yeah. you know and love mm. and so there are bits where i found myself laughing and, and, and melancholically going 
miss my mom you know what i mean yeah. like yeah so um that one hit me in the feels in a good way but but still in a slight melancholic way and, and i appreciated it it was it felt like a new a new bow to to his quiver if you if you catch my uh... oh bow i wasn't even i wasn't even going for oh, a new arrow for his bow a new bow for his quiver what does that mean a new arrow for his bow how about that there we go didn't realize it one of the just straight jokes i really liked was just him just before he does one of the songs whichever one it is he does on the guitar and he just goes this isn't going to be very good because i can't play guitar very well and i can't sing and then just absolutely oh his, 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 his guitar playing was fine like his brilliant guitar but playing I do his love lovely that voice song. that brilliant. funny feeling is great but again the, the, the question is i mean there he goes he tells us he can't play and he obviously can play so there's I a there's a level was... of how much kept is it what is it you, you think it's just him being modest I think oh, no, that's it's, making, it's, it's a joke. I think it's I think it's a joke because there's always those guys at parties like, oh, I don't really know how to play guitar, yeah. and then they play like uh, Wonderwall or something. Actually, or like I, one of yeah. the songs. I had a friend. <laughs> he was a friend of a friend, uh, and he was round, and he played Wonderwall. Yeah, and I went, oh man, play Wonderwall. He he, he kind of got like eighty percent right, and I went, <laughs> I went. Oh, I said that's I love that song. I said, do you mind if I take a look at that? I said the guitar. Do you mind if I? Uh, if 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 I if I borrow, I just, I just want to see if I got it. And so I played. He said, "No, no, you get in that court." And and, and it was my sister in law. It was her friend actually. My sister in law was just killing herself laughing because I'm a huge Oasis fan, <laughs> and of course I knew Wonderwall. <laughs> but I was doing the guys like floored, like I had just sight, like I, I was Mozart and just sight read <laughs> how to play Wonderwall and got through the whole thing. I'm like, no, this this one this one sounds better. It's that. It must be that chord. That's brilliant. So yeah, I just I was just sitting there going, I appreciate nice. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I really like the the play on the Twitch stream as well. Uh, when he's in the bottom corner doing the playing oh. the game, but then finding out that this is you know he's representing this as being the way that he's lived his life. Yeah, and he's parodying all these different versions of online life, which we've yeah. all become painfully aware of yeah, over yeah. the course of the year. You know, um, add to that one uh, his reaction video. Yeah. to his oh, song yeah. where it turns into a reaction of a reaction yeah, of a reaction. reaction and the amount of foresight that must think because he's, he's no one, way he's it's one straight cut that, yeah because he yeah, can't yeah. film on the live so we'd have to kind of get the idea of how what the timer yeah. must have been and then comment so the script must have already been more or less done yeah yeah, yeah. but it feels organic and like, he's so clever and there was a there was a, like a further in-depth joke to that in the a couple of years ago that whoever it was who i can't remember who they were but a youtube channel basically who started doing react that first did like these big reaction videos basically tried to sue loads of people who were also doing reaction videos and they like, lost what it. like you can copyright the ability oh, to react yeah, fine bros tried to, yeah, yeah fine bros. they tried to copyright the Lame. word react Lame. yeah and it, it obviously they it lost and nothing came of it but him then almost taking the piss with that and doing a reaction of a reaction of a reaction is it, it I don't think it's the joke he was necessarily going for straight out, but as someone who's been on the internet, as it were, yeah. for years, it was it was a nice little nod to that as well. I mean, can we just establish that? Sorry, uh, I think, go ahead. Uh, there was a story very similar to that a couple of years ago where one YouTuber whose entire content was just watching videos and reacting to them with no actual commentary would do that and then youtubers started reacting to them reacting to it so it's that whole cyclical well, make- yeah i mean like there's cinema sins and then there's like the guy who sins cinema sins yeah and i'm like okay how many levels deep we gone with this <laughs> although i'm the guy who wanted to do like me reacting to Gogglebox and film that and make that a show that's true so, you that's know, already three levels deep I, I think i think there we go <laughs> so um i don't know 
uh, for, the, for anybody who's not from around here, uh, the UK, Gogglebox is a show by which regular people are filmed watching television. And yet it's like, I, I love Gogglebox. I, Gogglebox and Sprogglebox oh, are brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So um, we've got that. Uh, like, it's Bo Burnham. Tell you what I was impressed with. I, I knew Bo Burnham was musically clever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the amount of songs in this. Oh, it's incredible. Like, I'd say it's more of a musical performance art piece than this, a, a, spe- a spoken one. Because yeah, there's like, not much 80, spoken 85% of this has got to be musical in I'd some go capacity. 90. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. It's, it's an hour and a half long special on spotify the album is about 55 minutes so it's like two-thirds music yeah i mean there's also the underscoring and things like that quite a lot of that is cut down as well for the album uh because there's not that much speaking Uh, so can we talk about the ones that can we if if i may we talk about the ones the the, the three big ones that i saw on this Mm -hmm. one that i wanted to draw attention to the first one the one for me that screams out i don't believe this and you can tell me if i'm wrong or not it's the one where he's trying to announce it's been over a year and the shot is behind several lights. And the only reason why I think this is 100%, this isn't, the, this isn't the spy shot, is because when he gets up and he gets angry, this is the one he goes to turn off. So the intention of that shot was to be behind the lights. We've seen nothing like this the whole, the, the whole show. But it makes it feel raw and more authentic to put the camera there. That's, why, that's 100% why I think it's 100% a recreation. Oh, so I... I- this for me is as much a work of fiction as Lord of the Rings, but it is showing. Well, it's an example of someone's. Well, no, because I think I think it's indicative of his his journey. Yeah, so yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings isn't isn't Elijah Wood's okay, actual then, story. Then Titanic, then. I that was a real st- okay. real real a boat. Story. A boat did say. I, I hear what you're yeah. saying. So maybe a maybe a a, a, a Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, let's yeah, go with that. There yeah. was already Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the stuff's the same. There's some creative license. Tell you what, it's most like Hamilton. Because <laughs> okay. it's sung through as well. <laughs> I, I, think I think you're. I think you've too much of Titanic. I think. I think you're, you're losing the boat here. <laughs> um, I see. I do think it is real, or if it isn't, it definitely. Why is that? Be. Why is that camera there? Um, I think because that's the camera I, he I, turns off. I do think that that's that's genuine. I think he he wanted to place it there for that for that shot because I've done videos where I have that kind of thing where I just can't get stuff out, and even no matter where I'm I position, I'm like, I got. If I, I'm, if I, I'm can't, a, I can't get those words. Is there another shot with a camera located in a position similar to that? I, There's a couple of shots of the room being very very messy. Yeah, and that's, not, that's not what I asked. Stuff. Look who's inside again. Has no, because you don't set up the... I'm sorry. You, Ethan, you do media. You don't set yeah. up the lights where he set up the lights and then put the camera behind them all. So oh, you can see the totally framework. Purposeful. I think that's totally Oh, purposeful. I think this Just, is absolute... No, I, I think... Oh. No, because of the type of cinematographer he has shown himself to be in this and also in eighth grade, I fully believe that is him There's being no like other shot like this. Some, I know, but I'm just. It saying, just happens I to be the one where he feel, can't keep it together. I think he put it there because you know he was like, "This is how long it's been. I'm gonna just like dissect myself from the concept of it being completely filmed. Here is the outside of everything that has happened. Here is how awful the studio is." And then he gets overwhelmed. He I doesn't, genuinely believe that. Because he doesn't do that on number two. And number two is his birthday. Mm. His 30th birthday. He sets up the camera, the, the camera. The clock is prominently featured. The camera is where the camera should be for that shot. It is glossy. It is, I'm looking down the barrel of a gun. Here's my story. And the twist is, the clock means I'm about to turn 30. 
Mm-hmm. For that one, the camera's in the in the perfect location for what he set it up to do. The the ones where I feel authentic are the ones he looks in the mirror. I do not feel the one where he freaks out and turns the camera off is legit because you would not set up the lights. Bo Burnham is the master of going, I set up the light, I put this here, I do this here for a purpose. He's not setting it up to then put the camera where he puts it. Unless it is a commentary on, because what he's trying to say there is how long this process has taken, right? Like it is, it's gone further than he thought, it's gone further than he thought it would. And so perhaps... I I like I've said I think this is I think a lot of it is fictional I don't think it's I think it's happened but I don't think it yeah fictional is a hard word because fictional implies he doesn't really mean it but it was it's it's not it's not authentic recreate. in the moment it's a, it's, it's a recreation yeah. yeah it's a, it's a recreation of things that have happened um and my but to like just play devil's advocate in the middle here I think there is the possibility that he has set it up like that on purpose so that the, you get this feeling of being behind, literally being behind the scenes. And because this is him going, it's taken this long to do this. I'm going to show you how long it's taken by putting the camera back here and letting you be behind the scenes, as it were. Okay. So I think there is there is a possibility that it was. But like I said, I think it's all yeah. recreation. So. Uh, uh, so, okay. And agree to disagree is totally cool in this one. If I'm not going to you, that's fine. That's fine. I don't think that, that, I mean, there might be, there's definitely a right answer, but I think both are open to an interpretation that you can get. There are so many different types of variables from this that tell a slightly similar story, but in different strides. There's got to be a right answer. I mean, Bo could tell us, but I don't think he will. No. That'd be too easy. I did put out a request if you want to have talk about it. I did send him a message. But hey, in case you're curious, um, without watching it, then I realized, oh, geez, that was the worst thing to do. Did you ever get a response? No, no, heck no. No, um, I don't, he doesn't really use it. He, he doesn't he only, do that sort of yeah, stuff. I, I, was, I was responding um, to a tweet he made where he was just thanking everybody for, for, for watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had a quick look on his Twitter and there's i think a week before this dropped he started tweeting kind of daily again what you have but to the do. tweet yeah. before that was from 2019 yeah yeah the third There's one a... sorry the, th- the third one would be the one where he says he's not well now this is a, i can relate to this moment yeah oh, he's afraid now the, the camera set up for him to make that confession and maybe it was i mean he was framed per- he was framed perfectly for that um because if what you were going to do is you're going to choose to zoom in on the camera of a thing that's not making him well as he's sitting there crying about being unwell, it was the perfect shot for that moment. Although I've seen a lot of a lot of YouTubers do this shot and kind of confess yeah. on, to, on camera how overwhelmed they are, how much yep. they can't cope with like the youtube life and all these different things and that they're going to take a break this that and the other. And so and that- I don't think this was supposed to be satirical though. Oh, no, no, I don't think okay. it was meant no, to be. No, 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 I don't think it was way. at all. But I think it was because I've seen it in real life before. I didn't question. I didn't necessarily question that it wasn't authentic. Because he does take a shot at that. Uh, not in yeah. that scene. He takes a shot at the one where it's the Jesus imagery where he's at the cross. Oh, yeah. problematic. And he's yeah, talking about how he was had an Aladdin costume. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was sitting there going, is he being authentic or is he not being authentic here? And then once the Jesus pose started happening, I went, oh, he's taking the mick. Yeah. He's taking them against people who are who are sort of um virtue signaling fake um yeah. you know, fake remorse for things that aren't that that he hadn't he had an Aladdin costume. Great. Yeah. Cool. I liked Aladdin too. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't dress up as him, but I don't know there's anything really adhere. But by doing that, it becomes the new. And he's talking with branding as well, right? Yeah. And the Boburnum brand, and how much does he want to, you know, it's about what virtue signaling you can do and how that draws an appeal. Very clever. Very, very clever. Mm. Ethan, something you want to say, buddy? Um, not really. I th- I do think that that shot is authentic. It's because there is. There's, are, are we are we are we back to this one again? Which one are we? Ta- oh, we oh, we talking about the one where he says I'm not well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is. There's a couple. There's a couple beats where he's just sitting there, like with his his head in his hand, trying to think of the right word to say. It. I really think I don't know how long the camera was on for. It could have been on for a decent amount of time. As you it could have been a still right shot, thing. and you could have zoomed in. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Th- this is why I'm like, it could have been however long he needed, and then that's like the only thing he could do. And he's like, oh, I've I've given up because he even has that point where he's doing some kind of production later on. He just says, Yeah, I uh, I think I'm done, and then he and then goes, goes on. His- well, I, I think, because this is why I think a lot of this is real, or at least behind-the-scenes footage, because obviously, as I guess as a performer, he'd he'd record his tests that he does. I think, because Look Who's Inside Again is just a test that he did of yeah. that song. Well, um, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Oh, no, no. Is Hang on. I don't mean the final one. I don't mean the final no, no, I know, one. I know, I know, I know, I know. Is, hang on. Is Bo Burnham smart enough to go ahead and record a practice demo of a song a year in advance, knowing he's going to use it for the finale? Yes. He absolutely is smart enough to do this. <laughs> Does it mean I, that it is what he did? No. But I love the fact I don't know. Yeah, that's why, uh, why I love so, this so much is because it is... You, there's so many different strains you can take from it. I think there's a, there's a, there's a level here, Ethan, where where and, and nothing. I'm not saying mine is right. I'm not saying yours is wrong. I'm saying mine is the one I believe. Um, yeah. But the idea being that I think you're taking a lot of what Bo says at face value all the time, oh, whereas no, no, no. I'm always going. I know, you know, there was a, there was an old thing that says Bo. Uh, it was a guy called Bo Jackson. Yeah, and uh, he was uh, a two sport athlete. Nike promoted him with Bono's baseball, Bono's football, Bono's because Bo and No rhyme so nicely. You can yeah. use it for anything, you know. So when I say Bono's, I'm like, okay, it feels like I'm back in this thing. But yeah. Bo knows how to manipulate an audience. Bo knows how to make you feel something is accidental, is whatever, when it's clearly purpose driven. That could be 100 percent legit. It could be 100 percent a performance, and I don't know which one it is. Bo knows. I don't know. I think That's we're thinking why I of love two it so much. Songs. Sorry, go ahead. I'm thinking of the one where he says halfway through, oh, I took a big fucking breath, and then, like, restart. Oh, that one. Yeah, uh, this is why I'm like, I think some of these are, like, practice, and, like, where he's just trying to test out how it sounds. I believe that one was, I believe that one was, was, yeah, was authentic, that's, yeah. That's why I was like, okay, I, I fully feel that those, that, like, that's why I think that the breakdown is a... This is the thing, though, Ethan, because you give yeah. us one that's real doesn't mean all of them are real. Or does it I mean he's put one in there to make you go, hmm? I'm a cynic. I think generally yeah. in my spirit, I'm a cynic about a lot. Maybe I know too much about how the sausage is made, so to speak. Maybe I know too much about media production. Maybe I know too. I don't know. I don't know. But again, Bo Burnham's that guy who I feel like reads my mail. And I know I'm not alone in this. I'm sure the two of you feel the same way too. But I, I, Bo Burnham is the first guy I've seen where I go, it's like someone took the inside of my head and put it on stage. Yeah. I see a mentally ill thing in that way, and I'm like, I, I mean, this, I, I really don't care if it's fake because I think it speaks to an actual truth that he has had. Oh, see, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not. See my well, issue. See, yeah. My issue with this one, more than the others, if you would, 
if you would allow me this indulgence of of, of a slight <laughs> when it's on a stage, we know it's a performance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in our mind. We know this has been constructed. The sheer nature of how this has been filmed suggests intimacy, suggests yeah. we are lined up with the real bow, the bow we don't see on the stage, the bow who this is who he is outside of it. But this is no less of a stage. And so, therefore, everything I feel has to be viewed the same way I would view it if he was on a stage. And Absolutely. so where does the production end and where does the truth begin? I don't know. And that's the genius of it. That yeah. is the genius of it mm. because I don't know. And that's a fun ride. And I still want to give Bo a hug a little bit. Like, I, still, I want to give him more of a hug than to make happy because I was like, I feel like I could help. In this mm. one, I don't feel like I could help. I feel there's something much more profound this, going on. This one for me was I just kind of want to walk with you through it. <sighs> like not necessarily talking, not necessarily yeah. doing anything, but just being there. And kind of sharing that experience uh, rather than feeling like you could do something to help. This one was more of a, yeah, I'm still here. What feeling do you have at the end of this? Mine, I've Uh, I've said mine was one of, one weirdly of contentment and of, and of being for what the kids calling being seen. Because you know what the problem is with this? Catharsism for me. (sighs) Because it ends and that's it. Full stop. Music played. Here's the end of it. That's the end of our production. And I'm going, you've created real concern in me. And I don't know how to push stop on that concern. I, I feel that's the point. I think that, like, the, the, the message is lockdown has destroyed people mentally. This is, this is the way that life has been. But this is about the point. This is a product. Has he commercialized mental, poor mental health? I don't think purposefully. How much? Let's, 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 he ain't doing this for free. Oh, he even no, says that. No, he talks yeah. about the mo- like his money. Do I give back the money? No, no. and I don't play. Yeah. But then he the same press. He, he the, the sock says that. I think it's the sock says that private property is theft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And so I'm going. I I I I don't know. I think that's the point. Though you're not supposed to. Right. It's a me. It's a media. Pro- I don't know. Should a media product just be here's what you are? You know, do you're an entertainer? Do what I've told you? No. no. And he's talked about that in, in some length. But the idea being that you then create this real emotion, you hit stop, and that can sit, that continues. But it, it's it's over. It's finished. It's done with. I. It, it troubles. It troubles me. That's the best way I can put it. I'm not unsatisfied, but it troubles me. I'm left wanting. It, I carry it with me, and I will carry it with me for a few days, like yeah. I do like I with, with, with Make Happy. But Make Happy, I understood the narrative, maybe because it the benefit. Here's the thing. You know what it is? Even though Make Happy is done of a series of tour dates over an amount of time, mm-hmm. it is your expectation of what the linear performance was from beginning to yeah. end. Yeah. And I felt it rise and fall. I'm getting an edited excerpt of a year of his life, and he's cutting out the stuff that lets me see the more humanity. And so I'm being driven to a point of watching this man degrade and suffer, and then I get stopped. And much like he's trying to get back, I'm, I want to let him in because I need to figure out where the end of this is. And I can't equally. Just like he's locked out, I'm locked out. I don't know, the, but the story has ended for me. Maybe there's a bit of a, I mean, this is this is inference and it, it comes from talking about it and analyzing it. But maybe there's a bit of a commentary on there that kind of says, go go check on your friends. 
go and open the door for your friends because they i'm not the only one going through this and if you're watching this and feeling troubled by it yeah. go check on the people that you can check on yeah this is someone who is rich is successful has some wealth of privilege and if they're struggling like i think that's also the whole thing that that's going through as well that there is this is how people who are well off are doing other people need help yeah, is it about is it about wealth and his privilege? There's some privilege when he talks about the social issues with the sock, but I think at some point it's just a purple person who's hurting. Mm-hmm. He's Bo. I've been stuck. Mm. He's a scraggly looking dude who needs to wash. Yeah, by his own admission. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I mean, as we're sitting here, I mean, if you're listening to this, I, I guess you're listening to us try and reconcile. Uh, it's 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 not your cookie cutter easy peasy lemon. This isn't the fr- <laughs> this is about as far from our last year skip at the friends reunion. <laughs> I wish James Corden could come on here and just make me kind of go, oh, it's so corporately packaged. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I I I'm kind of out of thing. I think I've said everything I had to say about this. If someone else has got more to say, giddy up. But I'm kind of I can't think of anything new to say. This is an amazing, I don't know if Lovelet is the right way, but is an amazing depiction of like the trials that depression can do to a person. Especially a person in the public eye who yeah. is supposed to be on camera, is supposed to be doing these things. And also, removed from that, it's a, it's a bit of a commentary as well on how the creative process works and filming and and all these things and editing and you get to see bits of that and i think that's really lovely and i don't think it's any uh, coincidence that we tend to see uh, whenever we hear about someone who tries to harm themselves or something out there in the hollywood eye it tends to be our funny people yeah funny men yeah. it seems more than funny women yeah. but uh people who have had attempted issues of self-harm uh owen wilson now on loki um jim oh, carrey who i'm not a big fan robin he? williams right and right. before his actual suicide um before suicide uh and even before there was all these concerns about self-harm and, and, and depression and you'd hear about him getting depressed and david letterman get you hear about him getting depressed and these funny people who you know that's the payoff and then what do you do when that thing that they work for that approval that external validation what happens when you remove that and is it that much different from the social media that we hear about is it just a more a more analog version of that ethan there is a content creator that i absolutely adored for many years called uh etica and he was in the same vein of what Bob Burnham does. He would entertain people. He would do stuff online. He would do streaming stuff. It was always to try and make people laugh and have a good time. Make happy, he, you might say. Yeah, he would. And he had really, really difficult mental health. And because he was in the public eye every single day of his life, because he's live on YouTube, on Twitch, every single time, people would see these breakdowns, these meltdowns. They would take photos and videos of him being taken out by uh, ambulance and all this kind of stuff to the point that people would use that as the butt of their jokes. Like, as Bo Burnham says, and he died. He killed himself in 2019. And he was a perfect example of how corrupting that can be when your only outlet for people is being yourself. And that's why I, I really like. I I really loved this because of what it really can say about 
a content creator or someone who just tries to make something or any artistry or just anyone in general and how being in that public eye either even online with white women's instagram to just existing in that plane can be yeah i think there's a there's a commentary there on like what ethan's saying but we are all i mean us perhaps a little bit more so because of the podcast but anyone who's on social media is in the public eye now Mm. and what you choose to put out is says a lot about you but also what you choose not to put out says a lot about you as well and so if you're the funny guy on facebook on twitter on tumblr even if it's just to your group of friends you are still in the eye of those people and so there's pressure that comes from that wow and then, yeah it's like people who you know compare their relationship to the ones they see on instagram and so that, yeah. or, or on facebook yeah. it's like don't do that that's someone's you know they've curated that image yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean so no one's as interesting as they seem on facebook or as glamorous <laughs> as they seem on instagram it just doesn't exist um i don't know there wasn't a warning there let's put a warning. If, if anybody out there's got any sort of issues and, and and you're hurting throw a tweet throw it i mean i'll set that i've set up people before you run people on twitter who talk about stuff and i've said throw a tweet our way i'll talk to you so I'll talk I. to you. Absolutely. Mm. So, conversations. Yeah. So at best of pod, I mean, this isn't, I'm not trying to generate any traffic to, to the, th- I'm just saying if, if it's a situation, if it's that or something else, I'll talk to you. Absolutely. I will. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, um, how about it? I mean, you can get the rest of us, I think th- from, from, from there as, as, as is appropriate, but, um, definitely do that. Um, so, uh, Bo Burnham, he didn't make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's, it's i mean it's like eight point something on imdb it's 90 something percent on rotten tomatoes it's It's a powerful piece of art uh and the hard part for us of course right now is going the struggle is where does the art begin and the real you know where does the performance end we don't know and it's the genius of bo burnham it's also the thing that's a bit harrowing about bo burnham and seems to be increasingly so as he progresses throughout his career and more importantly throughout his life yeah yeah Mm. So um, that's it. So a bit of a melancholic <laughs> see it or skip it this week. But you know what? A conversation I think worth having. I think worth having. Uh, it was yeah. there. I wanted Definitely. to. I'm glad we had three of us. We didn't do this with two of us. Because, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So please, uh, I'll, I'll the, pro- the promo. It feels like I need to get back into like, inter- you know, into into content, 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 content. content. Spoon feeding you content. Spoon feeding you content. So uh, catch the rest of the stuff we got coming up. So we have two, sir. We have love coming up this Tuesday. Liam's pick, part of Hot Film Summer. Uh, you have our final episode of Keep Keeping it low key coming out on superhero Sunday. Check uh, that out. Um, also we've got, uh, get your, uh, things in for your top five list for sport films for the real round table. That's BFE top five. Use that hashtag. If you want us to find you and find the mailbags open. So hashtag ask BFE or BFE mailbag or BFE mail call, whatever it is, it'll help us find it. And I'll just tag Ethan and that'll be what happens. <laughs> we'll record that in early August, but get those questions in. It doesn't have to be film related. We enjoyed the ones that weren't, I think a little bit more. The wrestling one was great. I still like that. I like and, the wrestling question. And, and, like and the food. Ghost I love food related questions. Yeah. You can be talking about food all day long. It Absolutely. Just is. We could probably have a food podcast as well. It's hard to do food on podcast form. Sorted Visuals. What sort? Like, they, have, they have a visual means. ASMR food. Just hear the chewing. Yeah. So, um, if you have anything you think we should do for see it or skip it, let us know. Oh, I didn't mention. Of course, we've got Jay Salahi coming on next yes. Friday. Jay Salahi, as we talk about some food there, Northwood Pie. 
North of Pine. I might order a pizza. I'm suddenly very pizza friendly here. Yes. Uh, just a, a little shout out as well to our, our good friend, Sean Passard and his friends. Oh, I at, love uh, that we can call him a friend. I'm, That's so cool. I'm going to. Anyway, I was chatting yeah. with MK on Discord today. Excellent. Um, they have uh, reached their initial goal for their fundraiser on Kickstarter for uh, Headless, their new series that's coming out. They are now in stretch goals with a week to go. Uh, some of the stretch goals look amazing. I've upped my pledge since seeing them, um, and I'm really looking forward to it all coming out. So I, I think we should support, do. Go and support. It's inc- it looks I think incredible. when Headless drops, it was a see it or skip it in place there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We'll, we will have to do that. I, would re- I will also reach out and see if I can get hold of either Sean <laughs> or MK again. You never know. You never yeah. know. It's so cool and impressive seeing the people that have got in on for there there Jim are people O'Hare, that yeah yeah jim o'hare matt mercer who none of you know but like as an anime fan oh my god <laughs> like ah and some star wars people too that i really appreciate which is just so cool excellent so um I'll check out all the content we got coming up here at bfe we're in the middle of hot film we're just starting hot film summer actually when is my pick? I need to know so I can prepare. I don't know. I'll, t- I'll talk to you off mic. <laughs> it's eight in a row. Who are you after? Who are you before? It's I don't a, know. You're either after Liam or after Ellie. It's one of the two. So okay. you're either next to the one after that because I'm last in the rotation. Oh, so. that's fine. That's fine. There we go. So for best film ever, I've been Ian. I've been Ethan. And I've been Georgia. And we'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop. <laughs>